Hey everyone, welcome to Good Wolf Radio. It's Jared Scarlato, founder and fitness coach of Thrivology in Alexandria, Kentucky. Progress is something that we have started to believe that we can get with zero efforts, with zero pain, with zero amount of push or drive. And this belief that we can get what we want quickly has led us to being desensitized to pain. In other words, it has led us to avoid pain as much as possible. Not only are we constantly bombarded by new ways of comfort, we are also moving away from things that cause us pain. It's a combination of the bombarded bombardment of things that are giving us comfort, new devices, new technology, new comfortable chairs, new comfortable cars, so on and so forth. And on the other end of that, we're buying into this belief that we should have instant gratification. We should be given the things that we want as quickly as possible, and we should be able to achieve our outcomes now instead of later. A lot of this has just been because we have gone through this vicious cycle. Last time we talked about that vicious cycle and how whenever we are in instant gratification seeking mode, be that whenever we want potato chips and we grab a bag of potato chips or be that uh, whenever we're trying to lose 20 pounds as fast as possible, when we do that cycle and we fulfill that cycle, in other words, if we grab a bag of potato chips because we, because we crave them and then we do it, and then we crave another potato chip, and then another potato chip, and then another potato chip, the more often we fulfill that cycle, the more likely it is that we're going to do it next time. It is a self-fulfilling prophecy. It is something that we are ingraining in ourselves, and it is the dopamine system that is ingraining that. It is the dopamine system that also can help us enjoy pain, enjoy may not be the right word, appreciate pain for the gain of long-term pleasure. Typically, the long-term pleasure is the thing that we're seeking that is going to improve us. Whereas the short-term pleasure that we're gaining today, that we're striving for today, striving is not the right word, that we're um, urging for today or that we're yearning for today, we can get today. We can get it now. And that is typically not the thing that is going to give us the health, the wealth, the longevity, the improvement, the growth that we're striving for in the future. So it's a vicious cycle, and it's worth remembering that the more that we feed the cycle, the more likely it is we're going to do it next time. So one of the things that keeps us from moving or that keeps us in this cycle is the fulfillment of our basic needs. Last time we talked about the quote categories of hierarchy of needs that Maslow, Abraham Maslow came up with. Abraham Maslow has eight eight total needs that we move through, if you will. Those eight needs are, can be broken up into categories, um, which we talked about last time. You can go through it, look at those, the basic category, the psychological category, and the self-fulfillment category. But today we're going to talk more about the eight needs themselves. We're going to look at the actual hierarchy, and hopefully that'll give us a better understanding of why we're having a hard time moving up the hierarchy. 
because we're moving away from pain, because we're not accepting that we need pain in order to progress, in order to move forward, hopefully we can look at this hierarchy and we can start to go, okay, this makes a little more sense. With those eight stages, there are deficiency stages and there are growth stages. There are four deficiency stages and there are four growth stages. In other words, the deficiency stages are uh, needs in which we are can be deficient in and strive to fulfill because we feel deficient in them. The four growth stages are the needs that we feel like we want to grow into. We want to become this. We want to move into this. So on this side, we feel deficient in it and we need to fulfill it because we feel deficient. And on this side, we are trying to become. We are in the pursuit of growth in these four categories. So the deficiency stages are physiological needs. Those are things like food, water, things that we need to ingest in order to keep ourselves alive. alive. Um, safety needs, that's basically shelter. So something to cover ourselves from the elements to keep us safe. Belonging, that's community, that's family, that's friends, that's having people around us that are going to support us. And esteem, esteem for ourselves and esteem from those around us. We want to be, we want to feel good about ourselves and we want others to feel good about us as well. So those are all deficiency needs that we have. And we feel like until we fulfill those deficiency needs, most of us have a harder time moving toward growth needs. The growth needs then are cognitive. So cognitive growth are, is things like having more knowledge, being creative, being curious, things along those lines. Uh, aesthetic needs, that's feeling good about your body, that's, you know, lifting weights to build muscles, that's whatever, just having a good functioning form that you feel good about it. Self-actualization, that's basically becoming the kind of person that you believe that you can become. And then transcendence is at the top of the needs hierarchy. Transcendence is... Transcendence needs are the need to transcend yourself and fulfill the needs of others, basically, and help others. So we tend to use growth needs sometimes to fill deficiency gaps. Because we have gaps in our deficiency needs, be that physiological safety, belonging, or esteem, we tend to try and use growth needs to fulfill those. Some examples of that are working out to impress others so that we can feel belonging, so that we can have better esteem, uh, feeling like we need to know everything so that, again, we can seem smart and impress others, uh, bragging about our goodwill to gain prestige. So even though we might be transcending ourself, we're using that to fulfill our esteem need to feel good about ourselves. So you can see how growth needs can be used in the wrong way to fulfill these 
deficiency needs. Again, deficiency needs are things that we feel deficient in. Because we feel deficient in them, we want to fill them up. Growth needs are the things that we are growing in to become the kind of person that we think we can become. So if we have plenty of food, if we have plenty of water, if we have plenty of people around us to fulfill our belonging and this, that, and the other thing, how can we be deficient in deficiency needs? We, we literally have everything that we need to fulfill all of these needs, to fulfill physiological needs, safety needs, belonging, esteem. Esteem is harder. Totally get that. We are our own selves. We can get in our own heads. That one is definitely challenging. But we have everything that we need to fulfill these. So why are we having a hard time fulfilling them? Well, it goes back to the dopamine system and how we're using the system to pursue progress, to make ourselves or not make ourselves become the kind of person that we want to become. We're seeking short-term pleasure and disregarding the long-term pain that's going to come with that. For instance, grabbing a bag of chips or grabbing that pre-wrapped that Twinkie or whatever it is out of the cupboard and doing that to get short-term pleasure, you're ignoring the long-term pain that's going to, to come with that. You're not paying attention to 10 years down the road. If you continue that cycle, if you continue that behavior, that you're going to have health issues, that you're going to have other problems come up. On the flip side of that, we are limiting our long-term pleasure while avoiding short-term pain, a short-term pain. So exercise is painful. It's physically painful. It's mentally painful. Uh, it's painful to your schedule at times because you feel like you're busy and you don't have time to do it. Exercise is painful. It certainly is. And yet it is required if we want the long-term pleasure of good health. So our deficiency in these deficiency needs comes from seeking short-term pleasure, ignoring the long-term pain that's going to come from it, and avoiding short-term pain, which is limiting our long-term pleasure. We're just not even giving ourselves a chance to fulfill our own needs and move up the hierarchy into growth needs because our dopamine system has taken us over and we've bought into it. And all we need to do is flip it. Like that's all we need to do is flip the dopamine system. Take the dopamine system and instead of using it against us, we need it, we need to flip it so that it is using and working for us. Once it's working for us, which is hard. It's simple, but it's not easy. Once it's working for us, then we can start to see and move toward the outcomes that we want to move toward. I truly believe that every human being on earth wants to self-actualize. That's not even the top of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That's the second from the top. The top is transcendence. That is transcending yourself and helping others. I truly believe most people want to do that. 
but a lot of us are stuck in this cycle of trying to fulfill these deficiencies that we don't even give ourselves a chance to move. We don't even give ourselves a chance to budge because we're too, we, we don't have our own, we don't have the self-esteem that we can have. We don't have the self-discipline that we can have. We don't have the belief in ourselves that we can have. And so we look for it in others. And then when others don't give that to us, we think that it's their fault that they're not giving it to us, which potentially, I mean, it's, I'm not saying that it's not at all, but you need to have that. You need to fill that need in yourself and you need to build that in yourself, which is hard. It's challenging and it takes time and it takes pain and it takes courage and it takes fortitude and all of that needs to happen and all of that can happen. And it can happen in the context of when you're utilizing your internal systems, the dopamine system specifically is what we're talking about to help you instead of using the dopamine system against you. So how can we start to flip the dopamine system so that it is helping drive us toward long-term pleasure, good health, good wealth, longevity, good relationships with friends and family, instead of keeping us in this cycle of seeking instant gratification? Um, Great question. So before I get to that, I'm going to take a sip. Retooling the dopamine system to seek pain 
is basically what we're trying to do. Not seek pain. That's not the right word. Retooling the dopamine system to accept pain for the drive toward a long-term outcome. Because we all know, I think we all inherently understand that health and fitness takes time. That when you start to exercise, you're not going to lose 20 pounds in a week. That you're not all of a sudden going to be in shape. You're not going to be in swimsuit season, like swimsuit ready in four weeks. You're not going to whatever, like whatever the goal is that you're after, which for a lot of people is aesthetic and that's okay. But whatever that is, it's not going to happen in a short amount of time. I think we all know that intuitively, but I don't think that we act accordingly. So to start to know intuitively and act accordingly, we need to get the dopamine system on our side so that it can help us move forward. There are a couple things that we can do here. So one thing that we talked about last time was the peak in the trough of the dopamine system. When we pursue something that we want, if we are pursuing it with high intensity, we really, really, really want it, we really crave it, and we get it, the peak in the dopamine system is high. It is very high, which leads to a sub subsequent and equally tr uh, drop in the dopamine system. So if the peak is high, the drop is going to be equally as low. Drop, when I say drop, I mean drop below baseline. You have your baseline level, you have your peak levels, and you have your low levels. The higher the peak, the lower the trough. So if you are very intensely pursuing something, a bag of chips, oh, I really want that bag of chips. I'm so excited to get them. I can't wait to have them. And you grab them and you eat them, boom, peak's going to be high, bam, trough's going to be low. The trough is the pain. That's the pain you feel after that first bag, or after, maybe hopefully not bag, that first uh, chip hits your mouth that tells you, oh, I want another chip. That's pain. That's just pain going, oh, I want another one. That's dopamine dropping and going, oh, time for another chip so I can get another peak in dopamine. In that instance, one of the first things that we can do and this goes against what a lot of society tells us. Society tells us we need to celebrate everything. We need to celebrate all things. We need to be, you know, if we achieve something big, we need to celebrate it. Even if you didn't achieve something, pat yourself on the back, you can celebrate it. Well, it's, that's actually using your dopamine system against you most of the time when you're doing that. You should celebrate to an extent sometimes. However, most of the time, when you're pursuing a goal, when you're pursuing an outcome, you should strive to be as even keel about the pursuit of it as possible. Or let me rephrase that. You should try and be as even keel about achieving it as possible. The pursuit is the thing that we're after. Achieving the thing, you should try and be as neutral about it as possible. Meaning that you want to get there, certainly. Definitely you want to get there. However, if your excitement to get there is so high that once you get there, your dopamine spikes so high and then drops so low and keeps you from doing anything else moving forward, then you're, you're being counterproductive. On the other hand, if your drive toward it is high and you're driving and you're 
you, you're going, yes, I'm appreciating the process. I love the process. I want to achieve this thing. I can't wait to achieve this thing, but I'm not going to get too excited about it. Then your peak will not be as high when you get there. And that's the point is to try to not be too excited so that when you achieve the outcome, the peak is not too high so that the trough is not too low and that will reduce the likelihood that you'll lose motivation, quote unquote, to then continue to move forward. Because if it's something, if it's a change you're making that you think is going to make you better, it's likely that you know that you should continue to do it. So what you don't want to do is burn out. And that's all that that is. That's all that that burnout is basically is your dopamine system dropping below baseline and telling you I'm done. I got nothing because I reached the thing and I have gotten to the pinnacle and I don't need to achieve anymore and I don't have any motivation to keep moving forward. So enjoy the outcomes. Be happy that you accomplished them, but that cannot be the ultimate thing that you're after. That can't be the pinnacle. Which leads us to starting to shift our mindset about the process itself. So using exercise as an example, what most people think during exercise is what? They're in the middle of a workout and the workout is hard and all of a sudden the coach goes, all right, let's pick up the intensity. So in their mind, they're like, well, I'm working as hard as I can. This is too hard. Like this, this is painful. This hurts a lot. I, I really just want to stop is all I really want to do. This is no fun. I'm not enjoying this. Maybe this isn't exactly what's going through your head, but it's probably close to it uh, to some degree. Some of those words, but not all of them. So the words you're telling yourself are having a big impact on how you're feeling about the pursuit of what you're after. When you're telling yourself in your mind, I get that it's in your mind, but you're your own worst critic. When you're telling yourself that this is hard, this is painful, I don't want to do this, um, I can't wait till this is over, the dopamine system listens and it will adjust accordingly. On the inverse of that, if you can start to tell yourself different things about the process, then you can start to link the dopamine system to the effort and not just the outcome. So a couple of things that you can start to tell yourself are things like, in, in the moment that, that it starts to feel hard and your mind starts to go, this is hard, I don't wanna do it anymore, you can, you can remind yourself, this is what hard feels like. This is what hard feels like. This is what I signed up for. And this is what hard feels like. Because that's the truth. The truth of the matter is, you, most of us, don't know what hard feels like. And we only figure it out if we allow ourselves enough time and push ourselves far enough down the road. Because too many of us, myself included in many areas, health and fitness, I kind of got it. I don't want to say fully got it figured out because trust me, there's plenty of times where I'll stop myself mentally. But in different areas of life, many of us will stop ourselves once, once we start to get a little bit of pushback. 
just a little bit of pushback. It comes a little bit challenging because we don't really know what it feels like for something to be hard, for something to be painful. So when it starts to happen, when you're exercising and you start to feel that pushback in your mind, just tell yourself that this is what hard feels like and this is what I signed up for. This is what I told myself I was going to do. Another thing that you can do is remind yourself that you are doing this by choice. In the middle of that, I know, that's, I know that it's hard to do, but you, you have to remind yourself that I'm doing this and I'm choosing to do this. This is my choice. This is, yes, this is hard, but I'm choosing to do this. And then the last thing to tell yourself, and this is where it gets tricky because a lot of us want to say, well, I don't want to be insincere. Well, there is a bit of fake it till you make it. If you want something to be sustainable, sometimes in the beginning, there has to be a bit of fake it till you make it. And sometimes that's convincing yourself so that you can keep going. Another thing you can say is, I'm doing this because I love it. And again, at the end of that session, at the end of that class, when that coach is going, come on, push harder, go faster, jump higher, swing harder, swing, not that kind of swing, kettlebell swing, just so we're clear. Um, I don't know where that came from, but <laughs> work, work harder, do more. Uh, and your mind's going, just be quiet. I, I don't want to work harder. In that moment, tell yourself. I love doing this. I love doing this. This is my choice. And this is what hard feels like. And if you can just start telling yourself in the process of doing these kinds of things that you know, you know that this is what it takes to get you to the other, not the other side, to get you to become the kind of person that you tell yourself you're going to become, you know that that's the effort that it takes. But you've got to start telling yourself and reminding yourself. And you have to start using the, your biological systems to support you instead of hold you back. Because right now, we're only holding ourselves back because we're supporting these biological systems in an unsupportive way. If we start to flip that and change it so that our dopamine system can help us move forward, goodness forbid it actually becomes easy, easier. Like, that's what's going to happen. But you got to let it happen. You have to let it happen. And one of the simple ways to do that is just by telling yourself some basic things. This is what hard feels like. This is my choice. I signed up for this. I chose to do this, and I love doing this. If you can do those things, then maybe, just maybe, you will reach or start to achieve self-actualization and transcendence. Maybe that's not what you're after. That's okay. Whatever that thing is, that person that you're trying to become. But you got to give yourself a chance. You got to. Okay. That's all I got for today. Just remember, in summary, just remember, give yourself a chance. Use, understand that, that most of what is happening to us and the reason that we have a hard time making changes in our lives is purely biological, psychological. It's, it's, it's just in us. It is not you. It's not because you're broken. It's not because you're messed up. You are only human. Welcome to being a human. As Shinedown would say, it's simply a symptom of being human. That's it. 
It's not you, it's humans. So if you can recognize that, get over it, then you can start to move forward and see what you can do so that these things can support you. Give yourself a chance. Okay, uh, some questions to think about. Uh, I'm only going to give you one question. One question. What are you going to start doing today? What are you going to start doing today so that you can move yourself up the hierarchy of needs? So you can move to self-actualization. So you can move to transcendence. So you can actually start to leave the impact that you want to leave on yourself, on your family, on your friends, on those around you. What are you going to start doing today to do that? Make sure that you hit subscribe. Make sure that you share this with your friends so that they can get the good news too. And until next time, here's to your success in health and fitness mastery.